0: whoa oh, let me go to course oh, nine was the last point we were at yes hello and welcome to the bad book podcast bad book podcast wow you should sing our intro song i should soprano soprano oh I, no soprano is, oh i thought that was a mafia group for a minute i don't know isn't the sopranos the hbo show about it is the mafia so I was group? Lo- so it's not a chorus group (laughs) i mean you could have i'm thinking about chorus line isn't it sopranos altos am i making that up uh no no it is it's a mafia group and they front as a chorus group wow that's progressive yeah that's how they launder money Uh, that's also how i launder money what a coincidence (laughs) oh my god okay this is how you launder money 101 nice i love that anyway we're reading a book (laughs) this may come as a surprise but we are reading a book um papa princess paper princess by erin watts which is a pseudonym for two actual writers they also wrote another book i saw this recently really do you know do you remember what it was no when i finished the third book because after our reading last week i went into a spiral and i finished the third book for no good reason other than um i just suddenly was obsessed with it again and i'm gonna say something controversial the third book is sort of good and it's much better than the first book old it's like a little less almost stopped reading it i did i had i had already rated it on goodreads two stars and i said did not finish garbage but then i reread it Well, i finished reading it because it becomes a murder mystery for no good reason and i yeah. hate that but it it actually had a good twist ending and i really enjoyed it and that's all that matters also it became way less toxic so really? as you know in this reading everyone is really toxic <laughs> but then they like do a 180 and they're like really nice and supportive and nice and i'm like i don't know what to believe uh because they got a lot of critique from the first book so now they're like oh we gotta hurry up and patch all this up maybe well they really do like all the people who are the worst to her like even the bully like there's a bully in these chapters and she like comes around at the end and i'm like this is fake it's probably because people were like she has no female friends or something well kind of but well she has some but yeah. only one, like, real friend. It's probably because, like, they only didn't like each other because they liked the same guy. And probably everybody's like, that's so petty and shallow. So they were like, oh, yeah, let's fix that up. Um, So well, let's explain what happened up until then. So there's this girl. Her name is... What is her name? Ella. Ella Enchanted. Oh, Ella Enchanted, wrong, the Anne Hathaway classic. It's um, beautiful. Also, random side note, Um, but Twilight <laughs> movies are on... Um, Amazon Prime, so go watch that. Anyway, there's this girl, Ella. She lost both of her parents. She never knew her dad, but she knows his name is Steve. And she's living alone because her mom just died of cancer, and she's stripping for a living. And then this guy named Callum Royal just shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, hey, um, your dad was my best friend, so like I'm going to take you to my house and just raise you and give you free money. And then he does that, and she's about to start at this new rich school. And everyone's sort of mean to her, but especially mean to her is Callum's four million children. He's, like, I got a ton of children. so Yeah, they should have cut down on the amount of brothers. You just need two brothers. That's it, honestly. um, There's the oldest one, Gideon, who's out of the house already and seems to have some kind of weird sexual tension thing with the, the dad's girlfriend. And then there's Reed, who's the oldest, who's currently in the house. Then there's Easton, who is the same age as her, I assume. Um, and then there is the two twins, Sebastian and, um, Sawyer, and they all are like built like frat guys and they're all like on the football team somehow. Can drink a keg. They all drink one keg with breakfast. <laughs> a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and like, anyway, a keg the keg with the, breakfast. The dad p- bullies them to go take her to a party with them, which doesn't make any sense. And yeah. she goes to the party dressed like, really weird because is really strange and uh, yeah, not just likable like tessa weird like very formal mormon like, inspired um yeah. business casual is how i would mm-hmm. put it and she goes to this party and she instantly bonds with this girl named valerie um who's like this rich girl's um the mean girl jordan she's the rich girl's cousin who's just like living with her because she's wealthier i don't really understand and (laughs) she's there and they like hang out but then they are interrupted by reed who was like hey you can't hide in this closet you have to like go talk to people for some reason but i don't really understand why and that's where we left off yeah because he was like don't draw attention and then he's all like why aren't you drawing attention like he gets up in her face about it yeah and it's like what what do you want please pick a lane sir he cannot so they leave the room and they're basically like valerie's gonna tell her who everyone is and give her like the rundown immediately she's like oh that girl claire i just explained claire (laughs) but this is confusing so now here it says claire is the one who's like getting with easton so i'm very confused about the Claire relationship, I'm wondering if the author forgot, like, which girl she said probably was who, and then, like, by the last book she had forgot. I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I, I honestly can't imagine these people keep track of what's going on in their books. They're just, like, winging it at this I point. think so, because the names are just thrown around pretty randomly, Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. Especially because this is, like, an extreme side character. They really don't get brought up a lot, so they're just probably like, whatever, I'll, we'll just say a name. Yeah, but that's when we learn that the queen bee of Astor Park Prep is um, Jordan, who's the mean girl we just talked <gasps> about. but oh, yeah. um, Played by Megan Fox. Yeah, played yeah. by Megan Fox, obviously. But then we also learn that the youngest royals, the twins, are seeing this girl named Laura Lauren. I honestly don't remember which one, but it ends up coming out that both of the twins are dating the same girl, and they, like, share her, which made me deeply uncomfortable. Oh, that's- um But they just accept it as normal. (laughs) Uh, Hmm. No. Yeah, it's Um, really confusing. And she eventually finds out about it. And she's like, is that okay? And then they're like, we share everything, including our women. And it's all very alarming. That's... Weird issues that's very deep-rooted. Freud would have a field day And the with dad even knows about this. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, that's okay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe you should seek therapy for your children to find out the root of these issues. But all right, maybe not. I yeah. don't know. Who am I no. to judge? That's like weird identity issues. Yeah. I know. I'm like... Y'all need to like get some separation. I'm just I'm confused. Yeah, it's like you guys are two different people with different relationships. That's allowed, but I see, and that's why I said they have too many brothers because I feel like at that point they're just being lazy and they don't want to invent more people for these. So it's just like don't make twins then just have them one. Honestly, you just need three brothers: Gideon, uh Reed, and Easton. Easton that's, it. that's I, I agree. Wow, you don't need the other ones. Such good planning. Right. I mean, you read the other books. Does the twins ever get bring up in a major way? No, they're just, un- like, I don't even so- know. Comedic relief and to cause minor conflict with their weird sharing girlfriend situation. Uh, so, yeah, they, they could have just cut that. Yeah, so this-, this was very unnecessary. They could have just cut this off, but okay. Um- so she meets Jordan, and Jordan is immediately, like, saying that she's hitting up, like, the old men, and... She's automatically just like, "Oh, I'm with your dad. I don't know. some like cringy jokes that don't really make sense. The way they talk in this book is like like they're fourteen, but they're also like twenty five. Right. There's like no in between. It's cringy, but they also like talk like they are like seen some stuff, but none of them have. Mm. I feel bad about it. but anyway, so she's like, I did my duty as a royal, so I can duty go do my duty somewhere else and they're like okay time to go home and she goes home with Eton and reed and they're just like driving along and then basically they're like okay get out (laughs) and they make her walk home in the dark in like a strange place for like two miles well What was the whole point of getting her in the car in the first place? I don't know, but also, here's the weird thing. So, in the third book, he talks about this moment, because she's like, remember that time you made me, like, walk two two miles alone in the dark? And he was like, oh, no. I actually, we followed you in the car to make sure you were safe. And I was like, don't try to rewrite this. Like, that's so weird. Yeah, don't try to fix that. No. He does apologize later. They both do. And they're like, yeah, we treated you the worst because we have like deep-seated trauma over our mother's death or like something stupid. That has nothing to do with mother's death. My mom dying made me kick you out of the car and then follow you home i don't even know but that was his excuse for this is that they followed them and i'm like no i I don't even know who to believe but okay (laughs) i don't remember ariel doing that and she lost her mom um, none of the Disney princesses did that. Yeah, they these, lost their mom. All these Disney princesses lost their moms. You yeah. don't see them kicking people out of their cars. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, get out and then follow these people. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. So the next morning she's eating breakfast and then she's staring at everyone's abs and Basically, Easton and her, like, have some kind of weird sexual tension that makes me deeply uncomfortable, where he's like, ooh, you want me to show you, like, I'll show you mine, blah, blah, blah. He's got, like, his hand down his pants. First of all, where is this kid's dad, and, like, why is this acceptable behavior? And then he's, like, grabbing his crotch and being like, yay, like, you're my sister. So, like, basically, like, all I think of is that TikTok meme that's, like the step bro thing and it just makes me like cringe but it's disgusting oh, the one where it's like i got a body like alba or something like that no the one that's oh, like making fun about? of the porn trend with like step siblings where it's like it's i don't know what does it say it's something like i, I don't even know i'm not even gonna try to pretend i know what it is but anyway okay. the point is that it's disgusting and you know what makes it even more disgusting is that if i've stumbled upon the fun spoiler and then in the third book you learn more about this but um <laughs> she's related to him so it ends up being that she oh. and easton are half siblings and the fact that they're just like doing this is really gross <laughs> yeah. she took a page out of cassandra clare and was all like no it's fine <laughs> wasn't fine but even if they weren't siblings well especially because they're siblings but like even in it, let's pretend that we know that they're not siblings um it's still disgusting because like what and also why is the dad just like allowing this right. isn't that weird like he's just like yeah, yeah it's okay they, they're like they're like haha boys just being boys, boys just being boys at, at the breakfast table like doing this yeah the dad's like being weird and he's like this is okay behavior for boys and it's like is it though? No, it's not. It's so gross. And then the weird thing is after that she leaves the room and like goes and sees Him, she finds like Reed outside the room, and he's just like, "Ooh, what's your end game?" And she's like, "I'm just trying to survive." And she like feels up his pecs. Isn't that weird? He's like, "What's your end game?" She's like, "Ivy League. I don't know. (laughs) Yale probably." It's funny because at the end of the series, she they end up going to college together or something, but he's like a year ahead of her, so it doesn't make sense. And they go to like. They go to like <laughs> the University of like North Carolina. They're in North Carolina. They don't ever say that until the end. They just like pull it out of nowhere. And what? then I, huh? But it's funny because she builds it up like this. She's trying to go to like some big school. I mean, obviously there's nothing wrong with going to like a state school in, in North Carolina. It's just weird that they, but the implication that they gave was, wasn't that sort of attitude. Yeah. And probably. then that's just like becomes the, her end game. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, but anyway. So she's just hanging out for the rest of the day and she's just like living. And then she eats dinner with Brooke and Callum, but they start like, having sex like in front of her basically what yeah so basically brooke just like gets on her his lap and is just like doing it and and they're just like she's like okay i'm gonna leave now and so she leaves and this like, house it's like so toxic she wasn't gonna give points like brooke i have a hundred dollar lap dance i could show you <laughs> yeah she's like here's <laughs> actually how you do it um when i danced for him this is what i did <laughs> oh my god imagine if she said that for that's like what you say when you're like on love island or something to start drama
1: That's it's like when good. i did it
0: for him this is what i did and then they play that dramatic music that's like duh, duh. and then it's like what and then brooke's like you did what yeah it's disgusting and confusing Um, but anyway, the next day she's just like, um, going to school or she's, no, she's just walking around and then Gideon, who's the older one, just like picks her up. because She was going to see where the bus stop was. I don't Mm -hmm. understand her driving situation. And then he drives her and they have like a weird moment. And then he's like, I gotta go swimming, which connects to something later, but it's still not important. And... It's weird, but I guess they, like, bought her a car, but it's not there yet, so we're all confused, but then... Oh, the Carvana people haven't driven it up yet. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I gotta wait for Carvana to deliver, Um, but then the next day she goes to get ready for school, and instead of going to school, she's like, I'm gonna go to this random bakery right outside of school and, like, ask for a job, and they just hire her on the spot, and it doesn't make sense what no especially when they're young there's like a lot of child labor laws they can't just randomly. the amount of days she's working doesn't make sense so basically she's working six days a week 5 30 a.m till like classes start so maybe eight or nine and then she's gonna work after school too like several days a week and i'm like this isn't Mm. adding up that doesn't make sense (laughs) so we're all confused about that but then she just like starts working on the spot too like no paperwork she's like you can start right now which is she's fake. all yeah they were like do you have a uh, two two forms of ID and your social security she's like why yes I do I keep them right in my back pocket just in case I need sudden <laughs> employment Yeah, I mean, maybe she did. And then she goes to school and it's like her first day and everyone's ignoring her. And her friend Valerie is like, that's good that they're ignoring you um, because everyone here sucks. And basically, I don't even know, Valerie just goes into like why their mom died. Like she's talking about it. She's like, yeah, they're the worst, but it's, it's just because their mom died. Their mom like overdosed on something um, and, like, they blame the dad now for, like, why the mom died. None of it makes any sense. Yeah, and they're just pulling stuff out all of a sudden. Like, they're just making it up as they go along. Why would she know? Was that she is, there? Yeah. yeah, that is. But I think she's, like, the... I think the whole point of her is that she's supposed to know the hot goss, you know? Yeah. That shows, too, because at the end, there's, like, no more need for her to, like, know the hot gossip. And she just becomes, like, a very weirdly unnecessary side character. That's because they don't really give her a personality besides just knowing stuff, so. Imagine having a personality in this book. I know. Can't relate. I know. Um, So there's this really awkward scene where what is this no i don't even know it doesn't even make sense like all the teachers know about her and they're like oh we have your transcripts and like your your fake dad like told us all about you and i'm just like what (laughs) why isn't that so strange so this is the big drama so she goes to her locker and opens it and guess what's in there tampons Um oh my god no it's full of trash it's full of trash including used tampons which makes me think that someone like pulled their used tampon out a la 50 shades of gray and put it in her locker and i'm just like why right there in the middle of the hallway oh my god yeah, isn't it disgusting? And then she just, she knows it's Jordan. And she's like, mm, that's not creative enough, Jordan. Like, uh, use tampons. Like, give me something I haven't had before. She's like, that is so high school, Jordan. And then Jordan's like, we are in high school. Yeah. So apparently everyone's like, how dare you? Like, you've made it worse because now Jordan's going to, like, really give you the a lesson, I guess. She is leaving school and they're like, oh, no, Jordan's going to come get you. So then Jordan comes over, and it's just like... So Valerie is just standing there, but Jordan, she's like, hey, you smell. And it's not just the used maxi pad that's on your shoe. And Ooh, got him. <laughs> Everybody's all gross. like, oh. Isn't that gross? I just don't understand. And then... um They're like, oh, you're just too casual, whatever that means. Um, It's because she doesn't care about what people think about her. And they're like, you're so casual and not strung up like the rest of us. But she doesn't get to do anything because Reed comes and saves the day. (gasps) Reed! Reed. And he is basically like, are you done talking to Jordan? And she's like, um, I guess. And then they end up driving home together and And he makes her walk again yeah so no he actually takes her in the car this time but it's basically just so he can yell at her and be like why did you get a job you're embarrassing my family but it doesn't make sense because he was like don't try to take my family's money but also don't get a job and support yourself you know what he could have pulled the daria and just been like we that's my cousin like with her, and no one would ever know that like she lived with him or anything. He could have just been like, "Oh, she's my cousin." Well, apparently they all see her at work because they all go there. So I don't under... Everybody shows up to that one. Yeah, to the one bakery. They said we love this Dunkin'. It's a Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know why they're calling it a bakery. Everybody shows up to that Dunkin' Donuts. That would be so funny. And probably <laughs> that'd be hilarious. I wanna work at a Dunkin' Donuts and then tell people I work at a bakery. <laughs> I live work at a gourmet bakery. Um you you've never heard of it. It's like I wake up very early, yeah. To take the donuts out of the box. Yeah, <laughs> you have to really put them in it. the microwave. <laughs> put them in the microwave, and then I put them in – yeah, it's really important. Also, that's another weird thing. The bakery, like, creates custom baked goods from scratch, and she's like, I have no baking experience. And the old lady who works there is just like, okay, sounds perfect. Oh, my God. Well, she works there for two seconds, so let's be real. There are, like – No, she works there for a while, so she ends up working there until the last book. But anyway – um, oh so she didn't oh i assume that when he's all like stop yeah working, he's he tells like, her okay. to stop and she's like i'm not gonna stop and then oh. it yeah so it serves no purpose um really she's their like conversation. i want my free donuts yeah she's like um america runs on duncan so i don't think i can she's just like, stop you considered ella runs on duncan <laughs> you have to pry that coffee away from me sir yeah, and she's basically like, you have no shame to work there and support yourself, and she's like, I can't afford shame because I had to pay my mom's hospital mm-hmm. bills, and there's no shame mm-hmm. when you die, or I don't yeah. even know. And then she's, she's yelling like this at this thing about being poor, but not really. Yeah, and she's like, oh, poor you, because your mom died. <laughs> it's just a really weird, weird conversation. They're and like she's just trying to outdo each other's tragedy. Yes, but and she starts crying. She just starts crying in the car and he's like, please stop crying. And she's like, no, you don't tell me what to do and stop changing the job. You keep telling me I should get a job and then don't get a job. So like, I'm not going to listen to you. And then she's like, pick a lane, sir, mister. So she leaves the car and goes inside and gets all upset. And then they just like have some kind of sad moment, but then she goes downstairs and fulfills her role as a woman because the dad went out to eat and their housekeeper is gone. So like, got those kids can't they couldn't cook for themselves? Those are boys. They don't know. That's not allowed. They so all we know is how to tap a keg. Yeah, there were no kegs to eat. So she was like, "Don't worry." I can make spaghetti, and she's just pulling out a (gasps) Bella's roll. She's like, I'm a spaghetti aficionado. It's called ragu. Um, She's like, this is a family recipe. She's really good. She's really good, and it's like the ragu can. And they eat, and then she feeds all of them, and I'm like, okay, that's sort of the worst, but all right, I'm okay. Aw. But also, I would have been like, I ain't your mommy. I know. Also, how much food would she... She would have to make a lot of spaghetti to feed, like, five, like, lot teenage, lot teenagers. Including like, no yourself. <laughs> Including that's yourself. Six people. I'm like, that's a that's lot. That's the box. <laughs> that's the whole box. And no one's... But she said that some of them got double servings, and I'm like, there's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't Can't. understand, but Okay and basically they started telling her about her dad and they're like oh the girls loved him they never wear panties with him because like they just wanted what? him so bad and i was like what? okay i'm confused and her she's dad like, yeah her dad why are they she's like can you tell me about my dad they're like yeah we're just gonna only tell you the sexual stuff yes that's <laughs> exactly like, what happened no. that and is it's super cute weird. we love the family dynamic <laughs> And it's so great. So she goes to bed, and then she wakes up, and basically it's Easton and Reed just, like, complaining, and he's like, I gotta go do it right now, because Reed has, like, this dark secret that he goes and, like, sneaks off to at night, which, hint, hint, it's really stupid. <gasps> um an MLM pyramid he's actually selling beach body and essential oil he's like gotta sell beach (laughs) body ask me about it works (laughs) yes that's so funny okay so the next morning actually he gets she rides with reed again because he's like oh i'm going to football practice so i'll take you to your job even though i don't support it but also i guess i do and it doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and she gets in the car and she sees that he has like been beat up on the side of his face and she's like, what? "How dare you be beat up on the side of a face?" And it, she doesn't get any answers because obviously he does not care. And then at the, she goes back to school, and then after school, she is told that um, that her new daddy wants to talk to her, so she goes and talks to Papa. And he's basically like, hey, lady, um, Dina, who is your your dad's widow, actually wants to meet with you because um, she just does. And <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. And so they're immediately just like, let's go do that. And they go to the high rise where Dina lives. And she goes up and she's like, oh, um, actually, she's the worst. And so this girl is like the me and she basically just beats her up. Like, through words, and it's like, I didn't tell you to sit down, no one knows that you're really his daughter, like, we don't even have the paternity results, it doesn't really make any sense what the point of the conversation is. Yeah, she's up in this girl's face, like, don't try to take my husband's fortune, and this girl's like, I just found out about this guy don't know about stealing any fortunes yet <laughs> She saw like i only had that penciled in in september and it's still yeah July. and so she gives her like unsolicited advice and she's like hey like there. that house is toxic so like don't be wild up in there and just like keep your head down and you know what the weird thing is in the last book dina is the hero really? and she what does she do well she's mean to her the whole gosh darn time Tries to get yeah. Reed put in jail, as you do, and then... What? Yes, and then at the end, um, someone is threatening um, Ella's life, and she saves her life. Because Dean is like, I'm the only one who can threaten Ella's life. Yeah, Nobody yeah, exactly. else is allowed to do that. Yes, exactly, and it, it's just like, okay, we just, we give up. But anyway, so basically mm-hmm. Dina's like, you should get a DNA check, because, like, I don't even think, like, you're really his um daughter and then she leaves and she's like hey sir papa um did you make this up like how do i even know that steve is my dad and she's like he tells her that he already got a paternity test somehow with like info that Uh, he had already he he did a thing where he like she blew her nose and then the private investigators like swarmed on the trash can (laughs) yeah exactly so they already